And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey there, and welcome to Greenlight Reviews, the show where we talk about movies for people who like to think. Mm-hmm. I think I'm yes. Les Roberts. <laughs> and I know I'm Ann Elder. I know you are too, and we're here today to talk about a film called Firewall, directed by Richard Lundcrane, written by Joe Forte, and starring Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Ford hasn't done a movie for about three years. This was his comeback, comeback, if you will. It has an interesting premise, although not an original one, which is basically that a family is kidnapped in their own home. And the father, Harrison Ford, who is a security specialist at a bank, is forced by the bad guys into robbing the bank that he's protecting of probably $100 million to pay off his family's ransom. The bad guy in this film is Paul Bettany, who is a British actor, although he doesn't sound British. Mm -hmm. Robert Forster, Robert Patrick, and of course Alan Arkin are also in the film, as is Virginia Madsen playing Beth Stanfield, Harrison Ford, Jack Stanfield's wife, and Jimmy Bennett plays his son. Jimmy Bennett has been in several films where he was an abused kid, hostage being one of them. Mm-hmm. He really gets put through a lot in this film. And also Carly Schroeder, who plays the daughter, and Mary Lynn Raskub, if I pronounce that wrong, I'm sorry. Mary Lynn Raskub plays Jack Stanfield's secretary and does a terrific job, I Very think. Very good little character work there. It really Very was. Nice. But, Anne, there was not a lot of good work in this film. This is a B-movie. Pretty tried and true, isn't it? Yeah, I've seen a million of them before. There is a certain amount of action and suspense in the last 15 minutes, but I sat through a lot to get to those last 15 minutes. It's almost a catalog of things not to use in Mm -hmm. films like this because they're so trite, they're so corny. I didn't think Paul Bettany didn't seem very bad to me. He played it all on one level. I think that Virginia Madsen is ill-used in this picture because while she's a wonderful actress, she was nominated for an Oscar for Sideways last year. In this one, she plays a hysterical and abused wife, and I didn't care much about her. Well, she's not abused by Harrison Ford. She's abused by the villain, the bad guys. They pull her hair, they slap her, they throw her around. It's very, very boring, I thought. I was very disappointed in this movie. I was looking forward to seeing it. Harrison Ford is not the greatest actor in the world, but he's always very, very effective. In this film, I'm afraid, Anne, he's gotten a little too old to play an action figure. He's 63 years old, and he looks every minute of it in this film. Well, for all the Harrison Ford groupies out there, when you go to see this movie, I think you have to be prepared because you're going to see somebody who looks like Han Solo's grandpa. And (laughs) by the way, this movie reminded me of going to a class reunion. For the first hour, it's kind of amusing. And then the second hour, everybody starts to look old and boring and familiar and dull. And that's what this movie was for me. Pops Ford looks like he'd rather be any place but in this movie. And to me, he might have been better off sitting on a summer porch somewhere in his rocking chair. Mom, Virginia Madsen, didn't look all that thrilled to be there either. And frankly, when I saw these two people, I said, boy... Get them to a health spa. These two people need a makeover and fast. I didn't think there was anything much crisp about Harrison Ford's performance except for his blue Tattersall shirt. Well, I liked his shirt too, but if that's the only thing I liked about this picture, we're in a lot of trouble. I'm not saying it was a terrible picture. I'm saying that it just didn't excite me very much. 
I wasn't totally bored, but I wasn't on the edge of my seat either. There's a lot of stuff going on in this film, and with computers. Well, I was going to get into that. No, I'm a guy who can barely answer my email. So they were doing a lot of things that I didn't understand. I don't think anybody in the theater understood it. And I don't think the actors understood it, frankly. I think they were doing what they were told. Well, that dialogue coming out of Pops Ford's crusty face looked ridiculous. You know, there were no new wrinkles here, and I hesitate to say except those on Mr. Ford's face. It just didn't seem to have much zing. Alan Arkin, who plays Harrison Ford's boss down at the bank, doesn't fare much better either. He looks miscast, and frankly, he just looked totally out of place and most uncomfortable. I thought the only saving grace in the film was the stylish performance by Paul Bettany. I liked him very much. I thought he brought a kind of civilized, erudite quality to this very standard, cold-hearted villain. You know, again, this is not the worst movie of the year. It's not R-rated. The dialogue isn't peppered with a lot of four-letter words, which I appreciated. Yes, I agree. There wasn't a lot of gratuitous violence. I thought they kept that pretty much in check. It's just that we've seen Pops Ford play this father figure time and time and time again, where he comes to the rescue of his family, which is, you know, in jeopardy. But do I give it a red light? No, I'm not going to go that far. I'm saving red lights, frankly, less for thrillers that celebrate stuff that's over the edge. I absolutely agree with you, Anne. I mean, let's face it, I can get that at home. But- <laughs> and by the way, Firewall has got to be the worst title in the world for this film. Oh, a terrible title. It's only two minutes of some fire that happens at the end of the film. So why they called it Firewall? It sounds like a movie that's about the fire department. It has nothing to do with that. Well, I guess it's a computer term. You put up a firewall so people can't break in. Well, then there you go. See, I didn't know that. Well, both of us were lost by this film. There is a moment where Carly Schroeder, the actress playing Sarah, the daughter, is being, again, not abused, but pushed around, slapped, her hair pulled. And she says to one of the bad guys, why do you hate us? And he says, I don't hate you. I just don't care anything about you. That's sort of how we feel about the film. That's exactly the way we feel about the film. (laughs) I didn't hate it, but I didn't care anything about it. Right. I really had to review it carefully before I came on to talk about it today because I forgot it five minutes after I had walked out of the theater. I would call this a feel-good movie for the over-90 set. You know, it's got familiar characters. It's got a guy who looks like he could be one of them. It's got a couple of kids that look like they could be Nana's grandchildren in it. And it rains a lot. I noticed that. Oh, my God, it rains a great deal. This takes place in Seattle, by the way, and you don't see a moment of the city of Seattle, which is a very exciting city to look at. So, again, I didn't hate it. I'm not enraged by it, but I'm not at all excited about it. So, like you, Anne, I'm giving it a yellow light. Mm -hmm. Unless you have nothing much better to do, I give you caution about going to see this film. It's kind of a snoozer. It is a snoozer, and that's why Anne and I both gave it yellow lights today. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Anne Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, 
toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) Right.